No, you can't. <laughs> because once they made Xera on swimming, they made Xera on swimming. We don't. Then as they made Xera, we don't differentiate. You're not going to water grass if it's an indoor pool. Say again. You're not going to water grass if it's an indoor. No, pool. I totally get that. I totally get that. The problem is once they made Xera a decree. They didn't, it's a very, you see this throughout. Once they made a decree, they didn't differentiate in their decrees because they didn't want people, oh, in this instance, yeah. Oh, there's no wood around, so I'm not going to make a raft. Oh, once they made Xero, they made Xero. Which is, which is very standard. You see that all over, all over uh, Chazal when it comes to different rabbinical decrees. Oh, in my case, it doesn't apply. We don't care. You're not allowed. Okay. <laughs> One of the reasons you're not allowed to ride a horse. Anyway, okay, let's go. In case you Before. walk past a tree in the branches, it breaks. Breaks? You're not... We're kind of looking for a way to stop you. Well, you can't. Yeah. Let's go. We are going to now learn Rufua, which is the laws of, of, uh, of uh, medicinal therapy and treatments on Shabbos. Now, it's interesting because Rufua is entirely a, 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 rabbinic, a rabbinic decree. So there's a rabbinic decree, and we're going to discuss why they, why they decree. So, let's discuss what, why, do they do, why do they ban taking medication? If you get a headache... It's not a severe headache, you're not allowed to take Adam. Okay? Why? Have I mean, you ever heard of that idea? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Why? So, because the one of the 39 malachs in the Mishkan was the malach of Teichin, which is grinding. Where do they have grinding? They used to take the grain that they harvested and the, and they winnowed and they did it. And finally, stage number eight or nine, whatever it is, they ground up that grain into flour. And then they would use that for the showbread that they had in the Mishkan. Alternatively, they would use it for the dyes. They would grind up the herbs that they used to make the dyeing, which they used to dye the the curtains. It doesn't make a difference why they did it. The fact is, they have the malacha of grinding. So grinding is a, is, a, is is the uh, primary malacha, and um, there's many different applications of that. We're not going into that. One of the rabbinic decrees made because of grinding was medication. In those days, most medications were herbs and other vegetation and they were prepared by pulverizing them or grinding them down and then they were taken either orally or put on the skin like a like a salt like a solution or whatever it is and that was how they did medication so taking medication in those days in the days of the Talmud when they made the decree when Chazal decreed it was synonymous with doing an act of toichin doing an act of grinding so since that was the case they made a ban on taking medication Again, I want to get this clear. It's going to be practical to understand. They didn't make a ban on grinding. Grinding is forbidden biblically. They made a ban on taking medication even if there's no grinding involved because most medications involve grinding. And they were afraid that since a person is sick and they're taking medication, they're anxious and they're going to lose themselves and they're going to come to a situation where they're going to grind. Okay? So that's how we have the prohibition of taking medications. Even if the medication was ground before Shabbos, i.e. the Advil pill was ground in the pharmaceutical comp- company, wherever it is, who cares? The decree was against the taking of medication. I don't care why they made the decree. That was a decree. Now the obvious question is nowadays that's not how we have our medication. Our medication comes in very nice silver foil boxes or whatever you call it. So the answer of that is is that once the rabbis made a decree, it takes a greater based in number, whatever it is, many conditions, in order to rescind that certain decree. 
we'll see that throughout halacha also you have that idea so uh, that is the uh, background to the prohibition on taking medication so let's discuss a little bit of the scope of the restriction uh, it would include ingesting pills and liquids so whether it's a pill form whether it's a liquid form I don't care how it got to liquid form. I don't care if it was always a liquid form. As long as it's a form of medication, you're not allowed to do it, even if there's no grounding involved in the process to get it there at all. Topical therapies, such as ointments, salves, and lotions. And it will form physical therapies, such as uh, chiropractor, chiropractory? How would you say it? I don't know. Chiropractor. Yeah, what's that act? What act does a chiropractor do? Oh. Fix <laughs> Whatever it is, and um, and uh, and acupuncture and all these kinds of things. What about exercise? strenuous exercises which will lead to breaking into a sweat. Which means you're allowed to go for a stroll. You're not allowed to go for a jog. You're allowed to, you're allowed to just do stretches. You know, you wake up in the morning, you go search for your back. But you're not allowed to do intense yoga positions or, or anything like that. Okay. Is this also an answer? Yeah. <laughs> and what if it doesn't break a sweat, but there are types of exercises that like... So you're not allowed, yeah. You're going to go for a jog just for two minutes, but you're not going to break a sweat because normally you're going to go for five minutes. You're not no, 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 no. I mean, ex- like stretches. That they don't break a spe- sweat, but they're strenuous. Like strengthening exercises? Doesn't strenuous translate into break out into a sweat? Well, if you're stretching... No, you don't have to break out. The point is exercises which are physically... Involved. Strenuous. Wait, why can't you... I know that you can't run on Travis, but I don't know the reason why. Oh, because because running is a form of physical uh, activity which helps you break out into a sweat and it's healthy. And therefore, there were some medications that they had in those days which helped them to break out into a sweat, which was a healthy way of healing, and therefore that was banned under the prohibition of healing. Oh, it's banned under that prohibition. Oh. But again, going for a stroll or for running to show, you're allowed to do. Like, I'm serious. If you're running, like, you're allowed to run to show. You're going to be sweating, but you're not planning. Running to a mitzvah, you're allowed to do. If it's boiling hot outside, you go for a walk, you're allowed to do. Even if you're going to sweat. I use that one when I cross the street. It's like yellow light, you know. You run quickly. It's a mitzvah. Very good. So, um, let's, let's, uh, okay. I wasn't sure how we're gonna how we're gonna do this because there's a few different angles we can attack this from. So we are gonna try this out like this way, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna give a very general picture of it, and then I'm gonna go through the exceptions, and then we're gonna go back into the more details. Just stuff. I think it's easy to do it this way. At least in my brain, that's how it came out. The general idea is as follows. The rabbis decreed against medication in a case of mild illness or pain. If it's serious, so I should really start with this. If there's any risk to life, no matter how remote it may be, it's a mitzvah to break Shabbos. Well, if you have to, obviously. Which you would. It's a mitzvah to mechal Shabbos in order to save this person's life, even if it's only a slight, slight chance of a life-threatening pain, illness, disease, cut, break, whatever it is. Okay, I should start off with that. Make it very, very clear. It's a mitzvah to do it. We don't delegate it to a goy or to a katan. It's a if we do it though. We don't because we don't want other people to maybe say, oh, we don't break shops, we get a goy. You can't break shops? No. 
you break Shabbos, even if there's a doctor there already, but he's not sure to get a third, to get a, to get to get a medical profession to drop whatever it needs to take, you do it if there's any risk of life. Okay, that's clear. That's the most important thing you have to know about reform. If it's not life-threatening, so then it gets very, very, very complicated. So it really depends on the kind of illness that you are. Depends on the rabbinic restrictions involved. Now, once again, since it's rabbinic, therefore it becomes very iffy. Not iffy, it becomes very uh, complex. Complex. That's the word I want. Good. That's the word. It becomes very complex because if it's biblical, bang, life-threatening, good, not life-threatening, too bad. That's generally how biblicals work. They're very flat out. Once it's rabbinic, they themselves allow for scenarios in which their own rules didn't apply. So, they said their decree of taking medications on Shabbos in the event of a mild illness or mild pain. If it is severe illness or very severe pain, and we're going to give better definitions later, then their decree of taking medications was not binding. They said there is no decree of taking medications. That doesn't allow you to grind up medications, if that needs to be ground up, because that's a biblical decree. But that allows you to take regular medications. So I'll just give you a very little example so you understand what I'm talking about. If a person has a headache, but he has a headache and he can function with a headache, you're not allowed to take Advil. If you have a migraine, you're allowed to take medication. In the case of a migraine, when I mean a migraine, I don't mean like, oh, it's a bad headache. I mean like, like you can't function. You're in bed. Or even if you're not in bed, but you just can't function, then you're allowed to take medication. Okay? In the case of mild pain or mild illness, that's when they made the decree. In the case of extreme pain or extreme illness, they did not make the decree. So you're allowed to take medication. Fine. That's the general idea. But you wouldn't be able to grind the medication. Correct, because that would be a biblical prohibition of okay. grinding. The reason is because they didn't make a prohibition, like they didn't have medications for relieving pain. The reason for what? What are you asking? The reason why they said it's okay if you have severe pain is because they didn't have. Because in because they no because since it's rabbinical in nature they were able to say in such a case we didn't decree. We're not because of our decree, because of our prohibition, <coughs> we're not going to make this person suffer the entire shabbos excruciating pain. That's fair. What if you like taking antibiotics at the same time every day? Very good. We'll go. We'll discuss that. Yeah. Discuss that. Okay. Is that a clear? That's why I preface because it's because it's rabbinic in nature. They're allowed to decide when and in what scenarios did they de- did their decree apply. Oh, so if it was medication that was not grinding, you would have been able to take it back in the day. But you didn't have to grind it. If it was if you had like extreme pain and it was a medication, you didn't have to grind. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. This isn't a loophole. This is when the rabbis made their decree, they only made it in certain cases. They made it in the case of mild pain and mild illness, not in the case of extreme pain and extreme illness. There was no decree of taking of against, uh, against taking medication on Shabbos in such a scenario. And I was, imagine they never made a decree, right? They can decide. And I was, you're allowed to take medication on Shabbos. The rabbis come along and says, you're not allowed to. In what case you're not allowed to? In the case of mild illness or mild pain. In the case of severe illness or severe pain, we never made a decree. Welcome Tsar Loy Gosro. We made a decree. Right. I'm just asking if it, it still can't, like, regardless of the decree, they can't 
Correct. Oh. To grind, let's say you have some kind of medication which you have to grind, unless it's life threatening, you wouldn't be allowed, because that's a biblical prohibition. The reason why they made the decrees because of medication, but the grinds are very good. Good, you got it. Good. Okay, so what exactly does it mean, medicine? I want to discuss a few things. It has to be something which is medicinal in nature. Okay, so I'll give you an example. Something that disturbs you or pains you. If fixing it isn't a medical procedure, you're allowed to do it. So if you have a splinter, are you allowed to take out a splinter? No. I mean, it's a medical procedure. Okay, so the answer is it's not considered to be a medical procedure. Oh, okay. What happens if you might bleed if you take out? It's only getting... No, but it's good what you're saying. It's only because you're getting rid of something disturbing you. This isn't classified as a medicine. You just... There's something pricking you. You're allowed to take that out. The, so, the Oh, okay, 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 wait a second. The same will go with a, a bee sting or any other kind of sting. Again, if it's a snake or life-threatening, go to hospital. But a bee sting, not life-threatening, unless you have uh, allergies, you're allowed to take that out of Shabbos. It's not considered to be refuel. You're just taking away something which is annoying you. It's not considered to be a medicinal process. Okay? Other examples are... Uh, oh, what was if you're gonna? What was if you might bleed when you take out the splinter? You're allowed to take it out, or when you take out the stink? Um, do you know for sure that you're gonna bleed? Oh, hold on, hold on. Whether you got it right? If you might bleed and your intention is not to bleed, then you're allowed. But if you're sure gonna bleed, you're not allowed. Hold on, hold on. You can hold it high. So you are allowed to take out a bee And a splinter. And even if I like put a cold spoon against it or put ice on it or whatever it is. You're not allowed to then put a salve or like they have these lotions to put on it. That you're not allowed to do after, right? That you're not allowed to do. Yeah. Can you, um, some people have like allergies and their eyes get really swollen. Uh-huh. And one of the things you can do is freeze metal spoons and you put them on your eye. Yeah. Would that be a problem? Yeah, no, no. It wouldn't be a problem. It wouldn't be a problem. It's not considered to be medication. You'd be allowed to do that, yeah. Oh, I think holistic healing is like hundreds of different ways. Do you have anything specific in mind you're saying? Or? Like, let's say acupuncture. Acupuncture is you're not allowed. Obviously. So you're not allowed. That's it. It's considered healing, yeah. Are you allowed to use plant-based medicine? Plant-based medicine? I can't remember what the name of it is called. What's it called? Think, Homeopathic medicine. No. No, no. Not allowed. I think most medicines are plant-based somewhere. I don't know. Sorry, I don't know why I use that term. Yeah. I just mean homeopathic. Yeah, no, 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 no. You're not allowed to use that either? Is it a medicine? But I don't know. Yeah. Not by medical. Like you get like little. No, it doesn't go. You know, they're not. Yeah. Like you get like little. Like, like you get ones that are like those little white dots. They like little like. They like look like little foamy things. What do you do with it? You literally just put them in your, under your tongue. And you eat them. Like it's not. Like, and it and it tastes like sweet. When you're sick, you eat it. Yeah. I don't know. Is it a medication? Yeah, it's totally medication. No, it's medication, but it's just because just because it's not scientifically recognized. It's not like, but it's smooth ones with all like random white balls. if it's a medication, it's medication. Okay. Uh, what about another an, another exception to not considered to be me- a medical procedures? What happens if you're feeling sick and you have a stomachache and you want to put your finger down your throat to vomit up? Um, are you allowed to do that on Shabbos? This will lead to a more comfortable state. Yeah. You, you ate it, some food, some food's upsetting your stomach. Are you allowed to induce yourself to vomit? Well, you're not using an outside anything. 
The answer is that you are allowed to through your finger or through another object, but you are not allowed to through taking a medication, which is going to make you vomit. Okay? Um, Can you do preventative stuff? We're going to get to that. The answer is yes, you're allowed to. But it's not so simple. Why? We'll get to that. So, I was, okay, which is if for your allergies, just take the medication before the allergies begin. So, if you know you're going to be going out in the morning, take it while you're still inside the house. That was the trick to do. And that's better than taking it after. You're not allowed to take it after. No, Unless you're totally like the second degree of like totally knocked out with like your really, really bad allergies. Good question. Oh, okay, let's get there. That's, 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 all, that's all in the second half. The details in the second half. Hopefully. Um, a band-aid, you're allowed to have a band-aid. You're allowed to cover a wound with a band-aid. It's not going to be medication. You're just protecting the wound from getting damaged or scratched or infected. Yeah? What about the band-aids that come with... Good. Band-aids with ointment on it? Yeah. Where are um, from? You're not allowed to. America, the land of the great. Yeah, you're not allowed to. America. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed I think most of them have, like, something. No. 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 It's not just a cotton with... They have, like, it's, like, moist. Nope. So. They're just a piece America. of white cotton. America. On, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, this, another, another header, another big header is it's called Michael Bream, which is it's something which is done by healthy people. You're doing it for medication. Something which is done by healthy people, even though you're doing it for medication, you're still allowed to do it. What is that? So I'll give you an example. So what happens if you have a toothache? So one of the ways to have toothache is by, by, uh, by uh, drinking uh, vinegar or alcohol or vodka or something like that to clean it out and to, to help numb the, the nerves. So are you allowed to do that on Shabbos? So the answer is, since no, so drinking vinegar straight up, you want to be allowed to because no one just drinks straight up vinegar. People drink shots of whiskey, of, of, of alcohol. You're allowed to do that. However, you're not allowed to spit it out because no one drinks it and spits it out. If you're drinking and spitting out, you're showing that you're drinking it. The only reason you're having it is for the medication, so it turns it into a medication. Whereas if you just drink it, even though you're swishing it and then drink it, that's a normal way to do it, and you're allowed to do that on Shabbos. Um, just have a friend that's that for that. Just have a friend. Just drink, people, what? people also drink shots by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> people drink apple cider vinegar for health reasons. Yeah, for health, really they do it when they're sick, though. They don't do it for no, health. Some, like some people do it every day. They drink apple yeah. cider vinegar. But as like an if, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's exactly but is that good enough? Fat. Is that good enough if I don't do that every day? But now, is it considered to be? Regular people, healthy people do it. Regular yeah. healthy people yeah. do it. It, it, uh, it helps out uh, digestive system. Uh-huh. So again, again, that's that. That means it's used for medicinal purposes. They take it as a medicine. Like a yeah. medicine. We're going to get vitamins. Vi- okay, I'll just say the rules of vitamins is if it's there to just help you maintain your regular self, it's good. If it's there to bring you up to a level a little bit higher than where you are, you're not allowed to do it. It's considered medication. That's all vitamins. So okay. if you take, if you're sick, oh, I should take vitamin C, you're not allowed. But if every day you take a vitamin C, you're allowed. Some argue on that and say even then you're not allowed. But you can go make up for that. So if you take every day certain vitamins, not because you're sickly, if you have a sickly composition, you wouldn't be allowed. Unless you're really, really sick, right? then you would be allowed. But if you're just a sick composition, then you wouldn't be allowed. If you're totally healthy, just, you know, take a vitamin C or vitamin E, whatever it is, because that's what people do, you're allowed. Does it help if the vitamin has a flavor and, like, it tastes No, 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 no. no. Just an added Just helps your taste buds. Okay. <laughs> Another case would be if you have a cold. So, 
a lot of people when they've called have hot tea with honey. And I'm taking it as a medication. I want the honey to soothe to soothe and not to soothe. Since it's a normal drink for people to have, you're allowed to have. Okay. okay. I usually use a spoon of honey. I literally had it on Shabbos. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I literally asked Hannah a spoon of honey. She comes up to you and says, where's your mug? And I was like, no, I just want to eat it. If, you're, if, if a person has, has, has uh, stoppages, they can have prune juice. As long as people, as long as it's not so uncommon. People drink prune juice. So, again. Again, I, I don't like using that general term because I'm homeopathic things which would right. be totally awesome. Things which healthy people do on a regular basis and by you doing it isn't necessarily to be a medication. Think of like the hot tea with lemon as a prime example for that. Okay. Or taking a shot of alcohol as a prime example for that. It's a totally regular thing. It's not medication. No one's going to be like, oh, are you sick? <laughs> I want a tea. I want a hot water tea. It's fine. I do it in the winter because it gets me warm. Whatever it is. You're allowed to do it. It's but fine. It's, it's, it's fine. People do it. I had tea last Friday night also. Hot. And Russians drink hot cool. stuff during the winter. Yeah, right? People yeah. drink it no matter what weather. The and it's always at night and in the afternoon and the morning. Wait, like, what about those gummy bears that like people have, like little vitamin bears that little kids have? I don't know what that is. It's just like it's like a it's like gummy vitamins, but it's chewy. Uh, so it's like the vitamins. Same 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 rules of vitamins. Okay. Um, let, let, let's, okay, let's try to discuss it. Pre- what about preventative therapy? Somebody asked, mm-hmm. are you allowed to take medication if it's, if it's, uh, if it's, uh, you're not currently sick? Yeah, no. so it's a discussion. The general consensus is you're allowed to. What's the underlying reason? One of the reasons they made the gzair and not taking medication is because since a person's sick, they're anxious and they're going to lose themselves and they're going to come to do a malacha, so for the bad medication. But if a person's not sick, that means he doesn't have this anxiousness and he's not nervous, we're not worried he's going to come to do something wrong. So therefore, the decree was never enforced in such a case. So, this is going to be a big uh, answer to a lot of people that need to take medications. People that get headaches regularly, so on Shabbos, if it's a very bad headache, you can take it anyway. But if the best thing is take it, a pill right when you wake up in the morning before you have the headache. Or if you know certain things trigger your headaches, before you feel the headache, take the pill. Because I feel the onset of headache, but you didn't really have a headache. You didn't have a headache. Take the pill. That will help you. It's called preventative medicine, which you're allowed to do. Um, the problem is that you're always going to do things that you know that you take Well, that's the initial reason why they made the decree. Nowadays, they made a blanket decree, but they never made it on the case of preventative because back in the day, that wasn't a worry. So, okay. Okay. Um, I was in it. Because they weren't anxious, because they weren't sick, so they wouldn't come to lose themselves and come to prepare the medicine. Um, allergies is a perfect example of that. A person knows they have allergies when they go outside, take it before you go outside. You're good to go. Can you take it once you're outside? Once your allergies have kicked in, no. You actually already? Yeah. Unless it's really, really bad allergies to the second level. Okay, um, what about like uh, the uh, braces, not braces, the uh, plates? Retainers, they call it. So retainers, you're allowed to. Call them plates. I call them yeah. plates as yeah. well. What? You're 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 allowed to put retainers in on Shabbos, even though it could be for uh, medicinal. It could be looking at therapy, and so too with orth- orthopedic braces. Some people have to have orthopedic braces for the neck or for the back, whatever it is. You're allowed to do that on Shabbos, because since there was no way to be able to do that through a form of uh, teichen, 
there was no, there was, there was, back in the day, there was nothing you could grind to get to the same result. Therefore, there was never under the decree of medication because there was never a worry that you're going to come to grind anything in order to get that result. So therefore, the decree was never on that. Okay? So therefore, uh, uh, retainers or, or, or something which is coming to align a part of your body, like an orthopedic brace, that would be allowed. Having said that, you're not allowed to get a vigorous massage or a chiropractor because that's going to help you break out into uh, it's strong. It's a strong kind of exercise, even if it's being done to you. It'll help you break out into a sweat, and they had some medications which helps you break out into a sweat. That's the difference between the two. Can you give a gentle massage? Yes. Like just a friendly massage, just like, oh, it feels good. Not like, ah, yeah. Y'all hear that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, what about um, <laughs> people who have to like, have a plate? In their mouth, and mm-hmm. like every day, you'd like turn. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, expand it. Yeah. Ah, I know what you're talking about. They yeah. put like a screw in the. Ah. Yeah. Well, you, you expand it before Shabbos, and you expand it after Shabbos. That's right. what they do, yeah? So then, exp- then expand it on Shabbos itself. Like, so. It's very painful. I just. Your and it widens, your you know, the point is to widen your upper jaw. It's usually smaller than your bottom jaw, because this is permanent and this is more flexible, because your bones in the roof of your mouth haven't uh, fused yet. So the point is to expand it like this. Very much. And then that way, you know, you're top, you're maxing She's saying dentistry by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> you want to become a dentist? No, no, no. I mean, you guys said we both had it. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so the... I'm not talking about it. My sister had it, and then I had a osteotomy, and I was like, oh, Nice. Okay. What about what, what what about if you have what about don't wear my place. What about if you have a a medication that you have to take over a certain course? So it's like a ten day course, a five day course, whatever it is. Antibiotics. Oh, so antibiotics is very mainly antibiotics is the reason why I took antibiotics is you had a disease or infection, bacterial infection, <laughs> which you were allowed to take, which you were allowed to take. Um, you would have been allowed to take medication to begin with. So preventing, preventing that medication, that, that, that uh, infection from coming back again, you're allowed to do, so not to end up in the same situation as you were to begin with. Especially if you're already healthy, that you can, if, if you're already healthy, you consider to be pregnant. What if you're not healthy yet? What stage? And often, it's, let's say antibiotics, they normally give a 10-day course. That's what it normally is. I think, right? Mm-hmm. So it's obviously you're going to have a Shabbos there. So you start whenever the doctor gives it to you. And by day number seven, it's Shabbos. Or day number six, it's Shabbos, right? So by day number six, you're feeling fine. So then it's really preventive disease. It's a preventive from then coming back, because if you don't fully kill it, it can come back, however it works. So then it's a preventative disease. What happens if it's day number three and you're not feeling good yet? You're not totally sick. You're feeling better, but you're not feeling good yet. You'll still be allowed to take it. Because the reason why you're taking it is to prevent the disease from getting back to the state. We'd be allowed to take it on Shabbos. Therefore, it's logical you should only be allowed to do that. Okay? Also, it can go back if you stop taking it. Correct. That's what we're saying. And, and I'll give you another scenario where we have such a logic. What happens if you have a headache? You didn't take the medication, but you have a headache now. But you know this kind of a headache develops into a migraine. And a migraine, you're allowed to take medication. So we allow you to take medication now, even though if it stays at this level you wouldn't be allowed to take medication to prevent the migraine, which then you'd be allowed to take a medication. But well, we have to wait till you get a migraine and then take medication. Take the medication now to prevent the migraine from happening. And is it... Is it wait, was that clear? 
knowledge, you're preventing the state from where you would have been allowed to take medication anyway, so you're allowed to take medication now. That's the idea over here. Yeah. And that, 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 that's very common. Yeah, often... This is, no, that's often you don't know when a headache's coming on. But if you had a headache coming on, you know that like you can feel that it's gonna get into people that have migraines feel it's gonna go, it's gonna your mom is gonna be like, totally out of out of out of whack. So then you're allowed to take medication now in order to stop that from happening. We don't have to wait till you suffer get the thing and then. Okay. So it's what applies if you, maybe if you have really bad allergies that totally knock you out, that would be similar logic, right? So if it's like if like you have asthma. Have this daily medication you're supposed to take. Mm-hmm. And asthma's life threatening, I think, no? It well, could be. I think asthma's life threatening. And if it goes with the lungs, we're going to see internal organs, anything like that is way, way, way more uh, lenient. Oh. So I, I, I would assume asthma's life threatening. Like if you don't take your one medication that one day, it's not necessarily life threatening. If you're taking antibiotics and you stop taking well, them, no, like, the antibiotics are not going to work for the next time you take it. I see electric machines. On Chavez? Yeah. Right. You use? You use it for a time or just pra- to plug oh, it in? Oh, okay. Oh, I, guess. I don't remember. I had it in my kid. We put, I used to have a timer with my kid. I used to just do it on... Uh, oh, so then you don't have to on, uh, Yeah, I just put on a timer. So it'll go on every... Whatever, a few times you needed it. The path, the nebula, whatever it is. Just like that. That's what I did. I measured out the treatment before. Well, let's say I hadn't done it. You could still... Oh, oh. I tried to find the guy, he wasn't mamish, but if I couldn't, I needed to, I'll do it, sure I'll do Kids also, kids are a lot more lenient also, because kids, we say even a little bit of slightness for a kid is considered to be like the stricter level for an adult. But there's, also there's like the preventative inhalers. Uh-huh. So that's also, if you don't take the inhaler, you're going to end up in a situation. It's all the same logic over there. Okay. Um, and to antibiotics, you said you're allowed to take, right? Good. That's a, that's, a, that's a very common case that happens the whole time. So, let's try to now go back in. Th- those that we did were the exceptions. So, should we continue or should we stop? First off, sorry. I just realized the time now. I mean, I'm willing to continue. I'm but I don't know. Yeah. yeah. We have another class next week? Yeah. Do we? The last one. Yeah, I think okay. we do have. Matzi, 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 What's that? I'm happy to continue next week if you want to stop. Now, I'm just realizing the time now. We can continue next week. Now, any... Uh, Wait, when are we going to question? I have some questions. Some questions? Sure. So we'll continue next week? Should we do that? Yeah. Okay, let's continue next week. Thank you.